You are now listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast, featuring hosts J-Hove, Jeff, and Wheezy. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody to the Full Sport Press Podcast, the uh, premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one-stop shop for all sports-related news and topics. I'm J-Hope. It's your boy, Big Jeff. Weezy in the building. Say what's up, Weezy. What's going on, man? How you doing? Man, good, man. Doing real good, man. How's Somebody everybody? Somebody missed my own white man. <laughs> it's probably you. You even missed one mic. Nah, man. I don't <laughs> want to smoke. Yeah, I don't want to smoke. Yeah. I don't smoke <laughs> for sure. Have a good start to the show this week, fellas. For <laughs> sure, most of <laughs> You don't want no smoke. Yeah. Some people back yeah. for another show. Some people for the first time, man. It's the yeah. Full Sport Press Podcast. Hey, Weezy, what we got up on the show today? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Today, we're going to discuss the most mm. unloyal moves in sports history. Most definitely. FSP style. Always, always. FSP style. Most definitely, it's always FSP style. Um, we'll start with our best of the week, fellas. Who wants to go first with the best of the week? Best of the week for me is Jabari Parker, man, coming out, standing behind Derrick Rose, man. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. That was big time. That was, that was big time. Because I, I was done with Jabari Parker. Cause I think he finished anyway. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Today. And that was, uh, <laughs> that, uh, that, that, that helped him out a little bit in my book. You think so? Yeah, I was done with him. I think he's done. You think so? Yeah. yeah, I think he'll be great for us at the three. I'm excited to have him. I like the way he stepped in. And, uh, Derrick Rose is an icon in Chicago. Absolutely. So, um, for what he did, uh, even if it was for a short period of time. Uh, my best of the week, man. My my quarterback. Your quarterback? My quarterback is on a date with wow. um, arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, man. <laughs> uh, porn star, Kiera Mia. And Kiera's 41 years old and recently retired from porn. Jimmy G was out with her on a uh, special dinner. She put <laughs> on on her Instagram a special. Oh, special dinner. She said that. she was getting ready, you know, for the dessert. Let's move on, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Move on, Jay. <laughs> Is that what she said? That's what she said, man. Shout out to Kira Mia, man. Uh, a very special um, fellas, ladies, you know, that partake. Yeah. Go check out Kiera. Yeah, partake. a lot of um, a lot of people partake. Of um, I never. I got. I got to check out. I definitely checked it out. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about it in halftime? Yeah, yeah, in the first yeah, half? Okay. Yeah, definitely talk about that. Okay. <laughs> man, my best of the week, man. Yeah. Um, one year anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's right. Yeah, started show 179 last year. Mm-hmm. You know, 229 this year. Yeah, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Look at Jeff, man. Yeah, Jeff yeah, here, man. Y'all let me come through the door. Yeah. kick me out yet. Yeah, I'm going to be doing something right. You're doing something right. It's all right, man. I've seen people get kicked out, Jeff. Definitely get kicked I done out. seen some people get kicked out. <laughs> seen some people not last. Seen some not last. Seen some stuff not last. Stupid. That's how we easy want to do too. Nah. Let's, let's circle back. With you. What's your worst of the week, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, man. Yeah. Oh man, worst of the week. It's weather changing. Mm. Had to stock back up on the scientist meds. Most definitely. Um, I got a worst of the week, but it's definitely gonna be in my uh, another worst of the week. But mm-hmm. it's gonna be in my ten good wrestling segments. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Faith Evans, man. I wanted. I knew somebody was gonna do this. For hey, me. man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was on the Drink Champs podcast with Nori. Yeah. And uh, she That's stayed wrong. in her and Big, <laughs> exchanged uh, bagging each other's groceries. What? <laughs> and um, and p- let him rest in peace. She pillow talking like that. She man, come on. This, man. The way she said it was yeah. like just, matter of fact. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, man. It was tough. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Big. Man. Yeah, shout out to Big. Man, rest in peace, Big. Nothing when she threw with you. Yeah. Mm. Drake, mm. Mm. Drake said that. Most yeah. definitely. What's yeah. your worst of the week, Wiz? Uh, Juju Smith's SB 
yeah. attire. You know okay. Yeah, we're going to talk we're about, talk that, about in that. that. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. That was, yeah, it was rough. It was some rough attire. Yeah. I don't even know how you sat down. I like yeah. Your boy Odell Beckham was dressed kind of weird, too. Uh, as, I don't always. Know about that. as always, as always, as always. He, he, always. It, it, he good enough to dress weird. Juju Smith ain't that good. Juju Smith's good. He's, Juju might break out this year. Yeah, for sure. They got yeah. rid of Martavis uh, Bryant because oh, he helped me. Juju Smith helped me. <laughs> with, with how two weeks, two weeks. He helped me. Can't do for me. Yeah, Juju Smith. Juju Smith can't do for me. Twenty six yard touchdown. Make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook, Instagram. Google Play, uh-huh. Stitcher, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and of course the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. Simply search for Sport Press Podcast. And after you do that, check out the On Deck TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Lou each and every Wednesday. This week's show is the best and worst hip hop challenges episode. Mm-hmm. Had a chance to check it out. Yeah, for sure. We uh, we will let Weezy take care of this because you are the dancer. Yeah. Of the oh, Full yeah. Sport Press Podcast. Um, what's your favorite challenge that you've seen? Yeah, Did you do the new, is a bunch of them, New Freezer? It's, uh, yeah, I don't know, I got to check that one out. I did the, uh, yeah. What's that? Whip Nene? Yeah, I did, did that. that. Did you whip the Nene? You whipped the Nene? Uh, yeah, I did yeah, that. Yeah, for one. sure. Shout out to I said you do it too. Then you're damn lying. You never <laughs> seen me do that. See how I said that. I'm going to I'm not even dance. But but I'm gonna tell you, Weezy has a uh, a strong Millie Rock. You are a Millie Rock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see him. I can yeah. see a Millie Rock being top tier. <laughs> oh, man. It's a top yeah. tier Millie top Rock. Top tier Millie Rock. Rock. Shout out to the Millie Rock. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> you didn't do a dance. You ain't got no favorite. No, I'm not dancing. No, I'm just saying. Do you have a favorite? A yeah. favorite dance? Yeah. I like, I like the uh, you Bankhead Bounce. The mannequin challenge was cool. That. AB is the Bankhead Bounce king. I'm telling you, dog. AB, AB, listen. Bankhead Bounce, legendary. <laughs> the Ladies Room Podcast, man. Check out Rizzo and Anne Marie to find out what the ladies are really talking about in the Ladies Room. They have a new episode up right now, Defending Female Entrepreneurs. Yeah. Catch up on past episodes and follow Ladies Room Podcast on IG and Facebook. One time for Coach Locke. Ladies, you look good. Shout out to the ladies. Shout out to the ladies, most definitely, man. Uh, Fresh for Dummies, me and my dog Animal Brown is a self-help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. You can catch our latest issue, History of Music Merch is up right now. New and coming next week directly for the culture. Follow the show IG page at Fresh for Dummies and simply search Fresh for Dummies on all of your social media and YouTube. C-O-D live. We have hell episodes up right now. Easy to find YouTube.com slash Fresh for Dummies. And you can read up on your favorite FSP co-host. Purchase your FSP merchandise. Nah, hell nah, <laughs> you got to bring back the... No, nah, no. Nah, 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 man. No, no, nah. 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 I was talking to D-Black. Yeah. Shout out to D-Black. I know you're listening. He said, man, hey, tell Jeff don't stop doing the cough, man. The cough is... <laughs> hey, man. So let's bring it back. You can read up on your favorite FSP co-host. <laughs> 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 that wasn't OG call. That wasn't OG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah. Purchase your FSP merchandise. Yeah. Catch up on past episodes from the shows we just mentioned and much, much more. How you do that? You ask Weezy. Just simply search www.realvillemedia.com. Tell a friend to support the real. OMG. OMG, most definitely. OMG. We got them cups, man. Cups. Oh, hey, man. Cup cups. Pop. Listen, that's my to, cup, man. My bad. Yeah. I don't have a cup, bro. Yeah. It's that's all your, good. Nah, that's we need that one. That's, that's for the that's camera. That's for the people. Well, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I got double cup, me. Yeah. Double cup. Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> holler at us if you want a cup, man. Uh, <laughs>
Come some wristbands, baby. Most definitely, man. <laughs> Jeff, you got 10 good wrestling seconds. Let's do it. Let's go. Now, I was going to take these 10 good wrestling seconds to talk about one of my favorite moments in wrestling history when CM Punk did his infamous Paul's Pipe Bomb promo on, yeah, on, on live TV. Some thought it was real. Some thought it was fake. Hulk Hogan was reinstated back into the WWE Hall of oh. Fame this, this week. And you wonder why? Hulk Hogan was one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Most everybody loves the Hulkster, right? For sure. Once the music hits, everybody loses their mind. Well, if you remember back like three years ago, a tape surfaced mm -hmm. when Hulk was recorded smashing his then best friend's wife right? and was recorded dropping the N-word mm -hmm. amongst other things after the act was over saying that he's he considers himself a racist and doesn't see why his daughter is dating those N-words. Mm. So apparently the, the WWE felt that three years was enough time for Hulk to be away from the company and have welcomed him back into the Hall of Fame. He actually gave a speech to the locker room. Mm-hmm. Some of the wrestlers from that were in the locker room tweeted things like, yeah, that wasn't good enough. Um, he no, didn't no. own up to anything he said. He just said, if I knew the camera was rolling, I wouldn't say it. What? Which, and at least he's keeping it real. Yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah. So he's, That's how I like yeah. my race. Yeah. yeah. Just right there. Just, just, just keep right. it real. Yeah. Just keep it real. Just let yeah. me know how you yeah. rock. Yeah. I know how you rock yeah. and I'll deal with you accordingly. Yeah. yeah so. Um, question of the week, fellas. Uh-oh. It is the wilderness edition. <laughs> 2.6 million dollars on the line. Uh-huh. First things first. 2.6. 2.6, yeah, for sure. Oh man. You take a bite from a venomous snake. Number two. Live in a house for a year in the middle of the jungle in Australia, surrounded by wild animals. Mm -mm. <laughs> Number three, swim across an alligator-infested lake for approximately 100 meters. And last but not least, jump into a shark tank and dive to the bottom and get to the top. What are we doing? Well, two out of three of them, you're going to die. <laughs> you're going to really die. You gonna you can't get in there with them but gators. 2.6 million now. Right there. I ain't know. You, you, you ain't going to make it with them gators. They're going to kill you. Uh, the shark's going to eat you alive. Shark tank. I mean, I said shark tank. It's shark week this week. It oh, is. Shout out to it. Next week, yep. Shout out to Shark Week. I like mm -hmm. Shark Week. And uh, a bit of a mistake. That's the best chance you got. Or you can live in, a, in the I'm middle. A, I'm going to live in the house. You living in the house? In Australia. Outside. You got to come out of the house. You got to come out of the house, though. I mean, but. You know, you know Australia's home to the five most deadly animals in the world, right? It's crazy. Yeah. You said that in pre-production. That was yeah. on there. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. You know what the most deadly animal in the world is? Talk uh, to me, Talk Weez. to me, Weez. It's a box jellyfish. Kill you in 15 seconds. There we go. All right. All right. Yeah, I, I didn't think it would be jellyfish, huh? Hell no. Jellyfish fuck you up. <laughs> For real. Most definitely. Um, if I had to pick one, though, I would take a bite from the venomous snake. Have a chance to live. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The mom will bite you. Your ass is done, bro. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I can get there in 15, man. I can get there in 15. That's what you doing, Jeff? You sitting in the house. I'm a, I'm a Cameraman, sitting in the where house. you at with it? Nope. All right. All right. <laughs> where you at with it? I'm gonna take my chance with the sharks, man. You going with the sharks? Just yeah. gonna dive, dive in. in. Yeah, cause you know what? Uh, get to the bottom. I'm gonna tell you thing. Pause. If you ever get attacked by a shark, yeah. uh oh, yeah, give us more, give us more knowledge. If you ever get attacked by a shark, if you keep your composure, yeah, if you touch the shark's nose, yeah, that's the most sensitive part of the shark. They'll yeah. kind of ease up a little bit. Yeah, I'm just telling you. Here we go. Okay. Shout out to the person who had to research that. And figure yeah, for out. sure. <laughs> most definitely. Keep them coming, man. At fullsportpress at gmail dot com. Wilderness edition. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Now tweet us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to give us yeah, don't forget to comment and give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell the shark friends. To tell the friends that like to be in the wilderness. Mm.
camping friends. Anybody at the table has a room been camping before? No. Uh, you been camping? Camera way back in the day. Yeah. Church camp, but I ain't been. Yeah. I, I know. Never, I've never camped. No. That's the south side thing. Yeah. We don't camp yeah. outside. Yeah. Would you go on a camping trip? Would you go to a ranch? I love the city, man. Would you go to a ranch? I'm a city kid. Yeah. You ain't going to the nah, ranch. Nah, hell no. Nah. Up in Wyoming. Where the money at? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the Revolution will be podcasting. <laughs> and before we get started, the first half, we just got a poll question for the listeners. Yes, sir. Let the people here. This week's poll question is Which is the best landing spot for Carmelo and Anthony? Mm. Miami Heat, Los Angeles Lakers, Houston Rockets, I hope not, or Milwaukee Bucks? Okay, sleeper team right there, the Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was Melo, I would go play with Chris Paul because he is going to have him looking. Like the mellow of old, Hoodie Mellow will be back, and I'm telling you, as soon as he get there, it's just I'm a difference playing. I'm done with Mellow. He on that list. Watch, I'm telling you. Now, if he, <laughs> but the best chance for him to play at a high level and probably get a lot of shots is Milwaukee. But I, is that is that Carmelo still alive? That Carmelo, dude, he's the, hell yeah. I'm talking about. I'm talking about that Carmelo. With, all right, I want you to go win this ball game. Short corner, give me a bucket. Yes, today. He just had a bad shooting, bad shooting, bad year. bad shooting year. Yeah. He's used to getting a high volume of shots. So if you're a volume a volume scorer, you have to get shots to get in rhythm. It was hard for him to get shots because Russ needs his shots. PG needs his shots. Melo's third, so Melo needs to be in a situation where he's third, but he's going to get shots. I think he have a good year. He's going to be great in Houston. He's going to Houston. He can book that. Yeah, yeah. Houston. Smart money. Yeah. But but the thing about him, Melo doesn't make the best career decisions. No, he doesn't. You know what I mean? So historically, more, yeah. So the fact that even Milwaukee or Miami is even being mentioned right, right. now lets you know what, what Melo thinks. Yeah, no, Melo. Yeah, he wants to go to the East because it's probably easier for him, probably maybe to be to resurrect. Yeah, but he knows in Houston is where his bread is gonna be buttered. But that's yeah. just it's Melo. It definitely was a bad career move to start working out last year. What? That didn't work out for him. He work, I'm pretty sure he works out. Yeah, but it wasn't on. It wasn't all on social media. Well, it's not stuff. on there this year. Good. He's still <laughs> Good. Working out, yeah. for sure. Good. Yeah. He was just, he was trying to resurrect his career. I yeah. don't do that no more. Yeah. Don't do <laughs> that. We I love Hoodie Mello, man. Yeah, now nah, shout out to Mello, man. <laughs> you guys ready to start the first half? Let's do it. Let's go. The first half is underway. First half of the full sport press podcast. We go over the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week before we get started. I'm J Hope. It's your boy Big Jeff. I'm Weezy. What's popping? Weezy, where can they find you at on social media? Um, channel? FSP underscore Weezy on IG, mm-hmm. and I'm at How Weezy on Twitter for sure. Yeah, we should get the we should have got that on the cups, man. Yeah. Double cup me. Double cup. Somebody double please, cup. please double yeah, cup yeah. me. So <laughs> cameraman, get him another cup, man. So he can double cup. Um <laughs> Jeff, where can they find you at on social media, man? Uh, Jay Easley, eighty four across all social yeah. media platforms. For sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh? And I'm Jay Hove, man, everywhere. Catch me if you can. I'm the gingerbread man. You better know <laughs> it. How the kingdom how that list look? Oh, uh, that list, man. Yeah, you with know, a line I just there. let a whole bunch of people in. Really? Two. Bro. Um <laughs> let's move on, man. <laughs> Start off with the ESPYs, man. The biggest and brightest stars in sports were honored at the 2018 ESPY Awards in Los Angeles on Wednesday night. Now, Washington Capitals winger Alexander Ovechkin uh, won Male Athlete of the Year, mm-hmm. and U.S. Olympic snowboarder Chloe Kim won Female Athlete of the Year. Now, the Houston Astros were named this year's best team. We'll kind of go over the good and the bad, starting with the good. What do you guys think about good with the 2018 ESPYs? They definitely recognize a lot of women. Oh yeah, was, for sure. Yeah, definitely a girl power episode. Well, yeah, award show. That was dope. Was yeah, dope. Was dope. Yeah, the Arthur Ashe Courage Award yeah. uh, presented the survivors of the Larry Nassar's sick ass uh, sexual abuse. Yeah, man. One hundred forty one women on stage. on stage, man. He did that for thirty years, dog. Yeah, I didn't know that. Gracious, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was yeah. thirty years. Thirty years. 
Man, powerful, powerful moment, man. Yeah. That was dope to see. I, I, yeah, that's it. I just didn't know how how that can go unnoticed for so long. Yeah, people, just, people yeah. looked over. It. One, it, she was like, you know, one person would have paid more attention. Said it could have stopped. It could have stopped. Yeah. Most definitely, that's fucked up. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah. Um, most definitely, and then the second thing, the Jimmy V Award, Jim Kelly, man. I, that was my guy. Hey, yes, still here, man. Jim Kelly's still fighting, man. Hey, man, that's tough to watch, man. Let me tell you something. That was hard right there for me. Hey, that man. was rough. And, and that listen, was rough for me right there. Listen, man. That was rough for me right there. That was tough there. for me to watch, and I ain't even a Bills fan. <laughs> man. Godspeed to the man, man, Jim Kelly, man. It's like he every time he comes out of the woodworks with that, with that, that mess, man, it comes back up on him, man. I just want to pray for Jim Kelly, man. Praise, yeah. praise. Godspeed. Yeah. Most definitely. Right. Moving on to the bad. Yeah. Let's start with Danica Patrick, Yep, man. let's start there. Dude, her <laughs> opening monologue might have been the worst I've ever seen in an award show. It was cringeworthy. It was cringeworthy, dog. It was difficult. It was so difficult to watch when you knew she was com- coming back for like another extended period of time. You mm. just, just changed the channel. Oh, like you said, nah, I'm not going to sit yeah. through and watch this. ESPN dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, yeah. why the hell? It's <laughs> tough, tough start for her retirement. Yeah. Very tough. Yeah. Most definitely. What about the lack of NBA star power? There were no NBA, like, the NBA, when they break, they break. They yeah, don't go they to don't any go, They don't go nothing. They, 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 they kick it, man. They KD, Westbrook, they Curry. They kicking it right now. Not even AD. Not even Harden. In yeah. LA, everybody trains in LA. Yeah. Literally, the whole NBA is either in, in, in Vegas yep. or in Los Angeles. Yep. But nobody was at the S. Nobody. Won't. No NBA star power. Well, I, guess, I guess they felt we weren't winning anything. Why are we here? True. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Damn. speaking of the NBA, for sure, great segue, Jeff. The San Antonio Spurs and the Toronto Raptors helped complete the Kawhi Leonard heel turn mm-hmm. by creating a trade involving the two All Stars of Kawhi Leonard and Demar Derozan. What were the Raptors think? Um, I think this is one of the most. If it works out, okay, the, one of the most even trades we've seen in years. On paper. On paper. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. I don't um, think they got a good deal. Define what you mean by if it works out, I guess. Because Well, the Spurs got the most that they could get. They weren't looking for um younger players. They were looking for immediate scoring. Mm-hmm. They got that in DeRozan. Definitely got that. Um I understand his defense is shaky, but he's improved mm-hmm. every step of the way as far as his last three years in Toronto. And he's very, very healthy. Stay okay. relatively healthy. I, I agree with so, that. So um I think with the Spurs you get an all-star. Right. You have the flexibility now to um, develop your young boys. You got DeJounte Murray. You got yep. Lonnie Walker yep. to play alongside him. You have L.A. He's yeah. still there. So, man. Pogasol still, still there, <laughs> for sure. So, man, uh, I think it was the best-case scenario for the Spurs. Now, the Raptors, on the other this hand. Is, this is my question. Yeah, go ahead. Like when OKC did it, mm-hmm. there's Russell Westbrook in MVP the prior year. Exactly. You had Carmelo Anthony. Right. You literally have Kyle Lowry to literally, sell somebody. Literally. So unless they figure we go all in this year, we, we were gonna we wanted to rebuild after this anyway. Yeah. That's the only way this makes sense to me because yeah. you get you get from up under Demar Derozan's contract, and you just have to worry about dealing Kyle Kyle Lowry at yeah. that point. And they need yeah. to trade Lowry. They need to trade him. Okay. I, I say to trade him to Orlando or Phoenix. Get some young pieces. Start all the way over. Well, I think Toronto was looking at it like this. Go ahead. The East is weak. For sure. The East is weak, and they said this is our best chance. It was already in the playoffs without him. Mm-hmm. And let's just keep it, let's just be honest. Um, he's better than DeMar DeRozan. If he, yeah, yeah, no, no, no question. Yeah, yeah. Both, yeah. Both, Top five players. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah. Play, I mean, if he two, if he's, if two he, way player in the league. Yeah, if he yeah. get back to them player he was two years ago, ten, two times better than DeMar DeRozan. Right. And they was already in the playoffs. No LeBron's there no more. Right. If Kawhi Leonard can 
can do what he's supposed to do, that'll put them in right there in the, in the conference finals. It's a championship or bust situation. It, I get it. That's what I'm saying. So it's like to me, and this is you know, mm-hmm. I, I may be the only one in the room that feels this way. They didn't get any better though. Oh, they, they, uh, I agree 100 percent. Now listen, they, they were going to be a third, third seed. They were third seed last year. Yeah. They're going to be third seed this year yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but it's going to be a whole lot better. They, no, they, they weren't a third seed last year. They were, no, they were number one. They, seed. They were number one. one seed. What I'm saying is they, they, they're going to be a third seed. Yeah, with DeRozan, he was saying they were going to be a third seed. Yeah, and they are going to be a third seed with. Yeah, they're not going to be Boston and not going to be Philly. Championship or bust. Right. Not we blow this whole thing up. Start fresh. Yeah. Mashad Ujiri though. I don't like the way he did the Rose. We're definitely gonna talk about that. Yeah, yeah. that's some stuff. Championship or bust? You saying they got to win the championship? So I just think they got to get com- just to compete. Yeah. Not not after what happened to them last year. Yeah, they got swept. The way the way they the, the way that team performed last year with yeah. that bench and that's you know starting and Serge doing what he doing. And, you know, I'm yeah, telling you, yeah. if they get to the conference finals, they'll look at that at that they consider that as a good year. That I've heard people say that. Uh, Kawhi Leonard said, "Even if they win, they can win a finals. Like they win a whole damn thing. Oh, he's not and gonna still, stay. He's not. No. I, so I guess what they're thinking is they're gonna persuade, just like Sam, not Sam Hinkie, uh, Presti. Was, uh Sam Presti, yeah. went and had a full year to say, hey, 'Hey, I'm gonna get you here.' Because Paul George wasn't necessarily excited to get there. He wanted to go to L.A. Right. Um, but he sold them, sold his whole family, him." On OKC, so Masai Ujiri, you got a year to do that. <laughs> Let's move on to the NFL, man. Darrell Revis announced his retirement on Wednesday. His nickname is already in the nickname Hall of Fame. What Absolutely, you say? yeah. Sure. Revis Allen, yeah. Revis, oh, Revis yeah. Allen, so yeah. That's now good. that's good marketing right there. Oh, that's, man. Yes, that's it. And that was they said that uh, Rex Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Came up with that. I can see that. Yeah. Now, anyway, well, before the days of Josh Norman, Richard Sherman, uh, Darrell Revis made and legitimized an on-field brand. Out of heavyweight fights. Mm-hmm. So in 2009, there was a stretch where he was playing against a gauntlet of all pros, mm-hmm. um, potential Hall of Famers. Yeah. So let's go through it real quick. Andre Johnson mm-hmm. held him to four catches for 30 yards. Mm-hmm. Randy Moss, four catches for 24 yards. Mm-hmm. T.O., three catches for 13 yards. Roddy White, four catches for 33 yards. Steve Smith, one catch, five yards. Chad Johnson, two catches for 28, and Reggie Wayne, three catches for 50. Um, that was one season. And that was in one season. Yeah. And people say that that 2009 season that Revis put together yeah. was one of the best seasons a cornerback has ever um, displayed. Yeah. He had three years of dominance from 2007, <laughs> yeah, 8 to go. 2011. Okay. Is he a Hall of Famer? The ring got him in there. Oh, that new England ring. Yeah, dude, that ring got him in there. Yeah. 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 There's no doubt. I think. Yeah. He revolutionized the cornerback position. Yeah. Um, he picked up where Dion left off. Yeah. Got cornerbacks paid at a high level. Um, he was the first person to get paid at the cornerback position, mm-hmm. like a quarterback was being paid. Yeah. So he's, um, he's really one of the most physical, complete corners I've seen in a long time. Ain't no question. He, he played bump and run. Yeah. I mean, he uses his hands well. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, most cornerbacks these days either they, either Zone. they super fast. Yeah. Or they physical. It's no both. You and know he what was moving up and down the field. Yeah. He was following, shadowing those your number one Wherever everywhere. You going, I'm going. With he was right, right there. He was in the pocket. So I think Darrell Reeves is the second best cornerback I've seen. Uh, even if it was Charles, Charles, I think he's better than Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson's run was longer. Yeah. Um, he moved to safety and, yeah. and stretched it out. But I think Reeves is the second best cornerback I've seen since Deion Sanders. So Darrell Reeves is gone. So next corner, next best quarterback is going to be who? Next, the next best after Darrell was Josh Norman. To me, I'm talking about right, right, right now today. Today is talk the, today. Oh, who's the best cornerback in the NFL? Right, we're gonna talk about that. Yeah. 
We sure are. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we got it in the top seven coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> you, you think Jalen Ramsey is? I mean. Jalen Ramsey locked down. We, we know that, though. <laughs> like, we get that. Let's move on to the WNBA, guys. The Dallas Wings, Liz Cambage, had an incredibly efficient work day on sure Tuesday. Had, yeah. <laughs> the center scored 53 points, which is a league record for the WNBA in a single game. Let's talk about the stats for that game. Come on. She went 17 of 22 for field goal attempts, mm -hmm. 4 of 5 from 3, and 15 out of 16 from the free throw line. Mm -hmm. How impressive was this? Liz put in work, man. Work? Yeah. Yeah. Liz 6'8 <laughs> six, with six, it. 6'8 eight with it. Yep. She from Australia. Yeah. Uh, from Melbourne. Yeah. Shout out to Ben Simmons. Um, yeah. Liz hadn't played in the WNBA, what, like the last four years? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Played overseas. She was, said some, uh, some things, you know, she, she was, we were... And I quote, mm -hmm. sign million-dollar contracts in Asia and Russia and get treated like royalty. But when we're here in America, we're fine in the back of a plane and economy playing back-to-backs. But Liz, man, put in work, man. Liz can hoop. Yeah. Here's the question. Would you date a woman in 6'8"? 6'8". Can't ask. Cameron, you down for that? Okay. You got six eight. I got six, Ooh, six, six eight. eight. Now Liz is ain't is a, an attractive lady. Yeah, at six, give me the buck. Yeah, the buck. Liz is nice yeah, looking yeah. for sure. You got, I I can't. I do can't six do six eight. eight. Okay, it's tough. I can't do six eight. Six eight is a lot. It's a lot. She posts me away. Ball much. mouse in the house. Yeah. <laughs> got a baby on me. Every got a baby day. on me. Oh, man, that's hey. a bucket. Yeah, yeah. barbecue Woo. chicken. Yeah, barbecue chicken alert. <laughs> Gotta get physical. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Liz, Liz ain't a little like good flavor one every yeah. time. Woo. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, before we get started with halftime, let's talk about a little bit of money. Forbes released today its annual list of the 50 most valuable sports teams. Now, the Dallas Cowboys were number one, valued at $4.8 billion, up 14% from last year. The second team and the third team and the fourth team were uh -huh. all soccer teams. Man U was 4.12, Real Madrid 4.09, and Barcelona's 4.06. Running out the top five is the New York Yankees coming in at an estimated $4 billion. And the world's most valuable sports teams of 2018 are worth a cumulative $137 billion. Mm -hmm. And the average current value of these 50 teams are $2.74 billion. Woo! 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 Ow! Love that money! Um, how do we get in on some of this <laughs> franchise money? Because it's there. You can't. Yeah. Gotta get it like a minor league team and hopefully. Man, best. for sure. It's a sad squash and rough ride to get him. Gotta holler Jim Jones. Gotta holler Jim Jones. We gotta start with Jim Jones. Yeah, man. For I real. Get it at, was it Arena, is it arena 2? Yeah, it's yeah. Arena 2. Yeah. It might be Arena 1. Might be Arena 1. Okay, yeah, arena it's one. Arena 1 and yeah. Arena 2. Yeah. Uh, the Knicks are the most valuable NBA team worth $3.6 billion. I can see that. How are NFL teams the most lucrative team in sports, but they won't guarantee money to their star players? It, it makes me sick to think about it. Dude, and commission them makes sixty million dollars a year. That's insane. That's, it makes me sick to think about that, it. That that league is ran by old money. Oh. Completely together. Yeah, it's together. Old, old no money. guarantee. Yeah, Kirk Cousins got the they got the first guaranteed contract in NFL history. Uh, let's kind of hope that there's a sign of things to come. But hopefully, you look at it, dude. These guys are putting the most risk. Yeah, NHL guaranteed contract. Yeah. Major League Baseball, guaranteed. Look at Bobby Bonilla. NBA, <laughs> guaranteed. And these NFL kids, first off, they're retired by 29. Easy. You're done, basically, Easy. by 29. Right, right, But right. there's no guaranteed money. It's insane, man. But these money, I mean, but these teams... Killing it at oh, the box office. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's, Dude, the the most, it's the most watched sport 
in the in, in America. Dude, yeah. the Knicks ain't won shit. But that's but that's New York though. That's New York. That's New York. That's New York. That's most definitely. It's crazy. Well, you guys ready to start with halftime? Let's do it. Let's go. We're at the midway point. Enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime. We have another installment of Coach Brown's two-minute drill. Coach Brown's a former TSU tight end and the current defensive coordinator for Hillsboro High School in Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out to the Burroughs. Coach Brown will give an insight on hot topics from a former player and a current coach's perspective. Let's see what Coach Brown has to say this week. Good evening. I am Coach Brown, and welcome to Coach Brown's two-minute drill. I am back in full effect. We're going to jump right into it. I know Michael Beasley is like the streets poet. He's every center ball player's best player. And he can hoop for all intents and purposes. But Michael Beasley's not going to help bring a championship to the Lakers. The Lakers have a team full of center basketball players, not one shooter. Hey, man, if we were at Coleman or Rose Park, I would pick this team. But we're playing in the NBA. Not going to happen. All right, moving on to the NFL. Let's talk some of these conferences, you know. So I'm going to be honest, you may see some teams creeping to the playoffs this year, maybe eight and eight, maybe nine and seven, just due to how tough these divisions are. So what do you guys think? What's going to be the toughest division in the NFL this year? All right, I got to talk about this. Uh, my boy Le'Veon Bell <sighs> turned down a $70 million contract. I don't know if I got enough to turn down 70 million, 30 guaranteed because I want to be the best, the, the highest paid running back in the NFL. Now, at some point in time, you got to cut your losses. And I don't even know if you can consider this a loss if they're offering you 70 mil, 30 guaranteed, and you say no. So now you got to still play for the Steelers and work on a franchise tag, which you may make 15 a year. Come on, Le'Veon, man. Him, his agent has to be an idiot. Because you got to think about the running back market. Running backs aren't going to make that type of money. They will offer him 70 mil. You got to think about next year. Ezekiel Elliott and Todd Gurley are going to re-up. So they're going to end up being, one of them is going to end up being the, the highest paid running back. Probably Todd Gurley before Ezekiel. But for that very reason, man, Le'Veon Bell, man. You the bum of the week, man. Dude, should have took the bread. Shelf life on a running back is short. Very short. Vaina sauce is short. Okay? Then it can short. All right? Hey, I am the coach. Coach Brown it is. Rue, and I'm gone. And that is another installment of Coach Brown's two-minute drill. Coach Brown had the beard popping, man. Yeah, he did. He was, doing, yeah. he was running around yeah. recording the uh, <laughs> two-minute drill. Um, first thing he, he was talked literally about, doing a two-minute drill. Most definitely. <laughs> first thing he talked about was Mike Beasley uh, signing with the Lakers. Huge um, pickup. Yeah, I like that, man. People don't realize Mike Beasley walking bucket. Yeah. You need somebody to get a bucket yeah. coming off the bench. I think what they're doing is stockpiling people in order to replace people that they're potentially going to trade and I think yeah. Brandon Ingram is that person because they're going to lose all those guys next next year they yeah, they're all one year deals but I'm saying just replacement I really do think that they're going to trade Brandon Ingram and people don't realize they put all this all these players that can get a bucket around the best player in the world uh, yeah, he never sure. had that when he played the Cavaliers only team he had that on was Miami mm-hmm. when he that's played the Cavaliers yeah. he had that's cool guys all right. <laughs> All right. LeBron asked for cerebral players to be around him. Yeah. And you bring in Ray John Rondo, who's cerebral. cerebral. Then you bring 
Javel McGee. Yeah, that's that's a bad. He's not gonna play. Lance Stevenson is gonna play. (laughs) Michael Beasley. Don't bring up KCP Cerebral. Sure. They're calling him the meme team now. You know what yeah, I mean? mean? Whatever the case may be, man, they got a good squad. I ain't tripping about that. Oh, do y'all know what they call LeBron fans now? What's that? The 3-6 Mafia. The 3-6 why? 3-6 in the final. Mm. That's, 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 that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. I don't find that funny. <laughs> I, bet I wouldn't either. I cried. That's pretty sad. I heard that's funny, dude. That's a good one. When was the time Russell Westbrook went to the finals? Uh, y'all Miami beat them. Yeah. 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 It's been a while. 3-6 Mafia is still funny. <laughs> it's, it's still funny. That's no matter what fun. you say, I can take a joke. 3-6 Mafia is still funny. funny. Let's move on to the NFL. What is the uh, best division in the NFL? To me, NFC mm-hmm. South. AFC South, baby. NFC South. He said NFC South. AFC South. It's going to be rough this year. Rough. I think the... Um, That's Andrew Luck coming back. I think the NFC West is going to be tough. Arizona's gonna be good this year because Josh Rosen. Seattle's you don't know that. Trash. Seattle's gonna be better than people think. Forty okay. Nineers not gonna be. Forty Nineers gonna be good. Forty Nineers gonna be seven and ten. <laughs> yeah, Jay, don't think y'all gonna make the playoffs. Hey man, I'm just telling I you. I think the- we're gonna be nine and seven. Oh, fighting for a wild card. Yeah, we're gonna make that. Too. He's gonna he's gonna turn around. He's gonna give y'all that much of a turnaround. I'm just saying. That's how much you believe in Jimmy G. Dude, he's dating Kira Mia. <laughs> that's that's a downfall. Yeah, that's yeah. your man. Just too. remember that. That's yeah, your man. That's my guy. Most definitely. <laughs> um, Le'Veon, should he have taken that $30 million guaranteed $70 million contract from the Steelers? No. No. Better on yourself. Yeah. Jimmy Butler style. Yeah. Most definitely. To me, if they're they going to keep on franchising you like that. Yeah. Man. Get your money, man. Get your some money. Kind of, some kind of way. He don't, and I don't think he wants to play in Pittsburgh no more. I don't think he's done with that shit. Yeah. Too, for sure. He'll be in Detroit next year. That's crazy because when he when he leaves Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's still going to look the same. They look the exact same. going to look yeah, the exact got, same. They got his replacement on the bench already. Yeah. That's to my Connor. Yeah. And that's yeah. Gonna, yeah Connor. But that's going to be the same exact, the best offense in the league this year. Best offense? Ain't no question. You said second best? The best. Oh, the best. It should be. Heck it better yeah. be. Yeah. It better be. Mike yeah. Tomlin better make that work. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you, you know you got rid of uh, Martavis Bryant. Yeah. Bringing him in with Juju. Yeah. Young Juju. Young Juju. Want to see y'all touchdown? <laughs> yeah, ready to get started with the second half, man. Too Yes, sir. Let's do it. The second half is underway. Second half. Full sport press podcast. This week's topic is the business side of sports. Before we get started, I'm Jay Hope. It's your boy Big Jeff. I'm Weezy. Weezy, um, when you think about it, nobody in sports really appreciate themselves as far as loyalty is concerned. <laughs> loyalty doesn't exist in sports. It never has. Selfish. Selfish. Dirty game, man. Cold dirty world. Game. Dirty game. <laughs> so there's no surprise that people like players, coaches, and owners, and general managers have been so disloyal over the years. So Buffalo what Bills. <laughs> Buffalo Bills, dude. <laughs> now, there have been plenty of betrayals in sports over the years. FSP is here to break down some of the biggest betrayals in sports <laughs> history. Now, as we see more superstar movement, we're seeing more and more public ruthlessness by teams. What brought this to our attention to talk about it this week was the way that Masai Ujiri that we talked about in the first half did DeMar DeRozan. Oh, my gosh, man. A player that is from California. 42% sales tax mm-hmm. in Toronto. Stayed there. Mm-hmm. Signed a $152 million contract. I think that sounds right. Yeah. Um, only to be traded two years later. Mm. Told you weren't going to be traded. After you were flown into Vegas, yep. sitting down with a full management team, and you say, hey, 
Ain't no way. Yeah. We're going to keep you. Yeah. We're just going to move some other pieces to get you some help. First thing we'll talk about, no sequential order. We'll talk about Shaq being traded from Orlando and Shaq also traded <laughs> from Los Angeles. <laughs> Shaq getting traded out here, huh? Shaq got his ass. Shaq bounced around he in did, his career. Yeah. Most did. Yeah. Um, the Orlando Magic took Shaq with the first overall pick in 92. Uh, they were ready to build a franchise around the big dynamic uh, man. And then Shaq only lasted four seasons in Orlando. The Magic decided to go again with Penny Hardaway. They didn't decide to go with Penny. Shaq didn't leave him any options. But Shaq also demanded for Penny Hardaway to be traded. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? So, But, okay, <laughs> if you are the Orlando Magic and you have Shaq and you have Penny Hardaway, who are you picking to run your franchise around? See, that's the thing, though. Talk to me. Let's 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 do only hypotheticals before you say something. Okay. You look at me like you want to bite my yeah. head off. Pause. <laughs> if Penny never gets hurt, Orlando had two generational players on that team for sure. All right. Of course, we look at it now with revisionist eyes. Like Shaq is the most dominant player ever, and Penny was injury prone. But Penny was Penny. But Penny was Penny. Mm-hmm. And when you go to the trademark and you say, "Who can I get for the, Who can I get the most for?" Mm-hmm. It was Shaq. It was Shaq. You know, so you kind of had to. You kind of had to do it that way. Grant Hill, Penny Hardaway, if they are never injured, they are transcendent talents, yeah. Hall of Fame talents. Most of Now, Shaq goes to L.A., wins a couple of championships, right? Mm-hmm. Playing with Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Same situation. Yeah. Here's your guard. Yeah. Here's your big. Shaq is a little longer in the tooth, though, at this time. He's longer. He's longer in the tooth. Longer in the tooth. Not sure. really. He's longer in the tooth. Shaq is longer in the tooth by then. Yeah, but LA, he, he's still in his prime. Did you not? Well, and we're, yeah, he, he gets, he but gets, he went to Miami with a chip. And he came second in MVPs at MVP yeah, voting yeah. that year. Yeah. He was focused. Yeah. But to 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 the you know, what you're saying, uh-huh. Kobe was complaining yeah. that Shaq wouldn't work out in the offseason. Shaq yeah. would take the first half of the season yeah. to get into to get shape. Into shape. He plays way in the shape. Yeah. And Kobe right. was like, dude, like I'm, I'm busting my ass. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So in turn, is the betrayal more towards Shaq in both situations or is the betrayal of the teams not believing in him? Who's the common denominator here? Shaq. There's no and – and I look at that – the Shaq, Shaq and Kobe team. Mm-hmm. There's no reason that team didn't have four rings. It should yeah, – it's supposed to at least – Yeah, at least four. Oh. If they stay together, that's I at least think they get at least five, six yeah. rings total. But I don't think there's a betrayal on his side. I think if Shaq would have been a little bit more receptive to Kobe Bryant, maybe taking the reins and being the leader of the team. Yeah. He didn't want to give him – he didn't want to give any. He didn't, didn't want to give any of yeah, That's true. It's no compromise. Yep. Well, the next person, Lane Kiffin. Aye. Leaving UT. <laughs> now, while, <laughs> while Kiffin didn't see a whole lot of success as the head coach of the Oakland Raiders, Kiffin's next stop was with the UT Vols mm-hmm. as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Now, Kiffin's one-year stint with Tennessee just shows the kind of person that he was at that time. <laughs> Unfortunately for them, he bowed the university and took over the USC job <laughs> immediately, immediately after Pete Carroll left. <laughs> He had opened many doors at Tennessee, only to close them soon after entering. Yeah. Now, Kiffin seemed to have uh, made the right choice, mainly due to the fact, if you're looking at it on paper, Matt Barkley was up to be a Heisman winner. Yeah. Um, Kiffin's tenure at USC was ri- as widely considered a disappointment when you say, we that's your squad. Who? Yeah. Oh, USC. USC. Oh, yeah, you got to see my squad. Yeah. yeah. You got to see my squad. Um, <laughs> 
but I think his questionable coaching um, and the sanctions. The sanctions really hurt him. Yeah. That hurt Lane. Yeah. But um, him at UT, he had the whole city. <laughs> shout out to Yoski. Antonio was so hyped yeah. with Lane Kiffin. Yeah. He was recruiting that. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was getting players. That's yeah. when he had Tyler Bray, Luke yeah. Richardson, yeah. which is a monster. Nah, yeah. he, was getting, he had some killers in there. Yeah, <laughs> he had some killers coming to UT. Yeah. Um, he's a recruiter. Yeah, That's definitely. what he does. He yeah. recruits at a Great very salesman. High, dude, say you anything that you need to be sold. Right. The only thing with Lane, he lacks the authenticity that's needed at the head coach position. That's my opinion, yeah. and he'll get another gig this oh, yeah. year coming Some, up. Somebody's about to offer oh him god. whatever. He, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, because he can bring the players there. Because he yeah. can bring yeah. the players there. Yeah. But to to his, I mean, defense. No, nah, I, I can't defend him on this one. Okay, it, he was wrong where he did the UT, <laughs> oh, but he got pa- but it, it came back to him because he left USC. He got beat by Arizona State fifty five to six. Mm-hmm. They yeah. fired him that night. They yep. fired him on the top. They fired him that yeah. night. Yeah, yeah, and then Lane <laughs> left in the middle of the night the same way hey, from UT. Yeah. He got out of there. <laughs> Even with Lane, the way that he left so unceremoniously when Butch got fired, mm-hmm. people were asking, man, we might need to bring, bring Lane, Lane back. back. Yeah. That's crazy. Because yeah. he, he had Alabama looking good, man. I mean, he had the yeah. offense going crazy. Yeah. The next person. Carlos Boozer. Carlos Boozer, man. Spurns the cast. Signs with Utah. <laughs> Do you guys remember, okay, so Carlos Boozer was a late first, maybe an early second round pick. Um, had some really good years, the first couple of years yeah. playing with Braun. Yep. He was said to be a restricted free agent in 2004. Right. Uh, Cavs wanted to reward Boozer for outplaying his contract. Yep. So they let him become an unrestricted free agent. Right. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a kind of a handshake deal. Mm-hmm. Hey, we'll let you be an unrestricted free agent. But you're coming here. You're coming back, yeah. right? In the last hour, Utah came through. Boozer did not keep his word <laughs> and ended up signing um, with the Jazz. Right. If he plays with LeBron, right. they win the championship quicker, and he never leaves Cleveland, period. That domino of him going to Utah does yeah. make accelerate the process of LeBron going yeah. to Miami. Yeah, they were about to take off. Yeah. Man, that was a weird time when, he, when, when he did that because you didn't know, that was unprecedented. Like you uh, never heard of a player getting the, the opportunity to become an unrestricted free agent because the mm-hmm. team granted it for you, yeah, so they can give you more money, yeah, and then decide, ah, screw it, I'm going over here, yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. If Boozer never leaves, they win. I think they win a title. And he never, and Boozer never bounced back from that. Well, he got to playing with Darren Williams. <laughs> He's an all star. That was that was a big time that was deal. A huge yeah, contract yeah, back yeah. then. You know what I'm saying? That was a huge contract. That was a big time deal. Yeah, no, nah, it was a huge contract. But Boozer staying in Cleveland, you build around him, Braun, Mo Williams. Mm-hmm. Woo! I miss Mo Williams. Hey man. Mo was a solid point. Mo was solid. Mo's an all-star. Yeah. Solid point. Playing with Braun. Solid point, bro. This is a tough one for me. Yep. I bet it is. Yep, yep. These next two, boy, I tell you. Urban Meyer. <laughs> he retired from coaching. Listen. <laughs> Herb brought my Gators two championships, 2006, yes, 2008. Yes, he did. Um, I can understand him retiring from college football mm-hmm. because of health issues. His daughters were in college. He wanted to see them play volleyball. A bunch of different reasons. It made sense. Signed a three-year deal with ESPN in 2011. Yep. In November of that same exact year, he was he was hired as the head coach of the Buckeyes. Yeah. He's a man. And I remember saying, okay. 
herb left, you know, it was getting kind of stale. I yeah. said to myself, you know, it's stale. Mm-hmm. He can leave. Yeah. Go ahead, leave, man. Yeah. You know, we might need to start something. We brought in um, Muschamp. Will Muschamp. Yeah. Um, and I was hype about the Will Muschamp era. It shouldn't have been, but okay. I was fine with it. Um, his record since he's been at Ohio State is seventy and eighteen. Mm-hmm. Played in three championships. Mm-hmm. Played four three championships. Right. One one. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm. The puzzle pieces just didn't match for him leaving Florida and the way that he left. I know why now because he didn't want to deal with the shit that he brought there. Yep. 141 people since he's been, since he was at Florida State. I mean, at Florida Mm -hmm. for those two teams. Mm -hmm. 2006, 2008. (laughs) What is it like? 51 people have been arrested Mm -hmm. between that time and now? 51 out of 121. Killers, and you got Saint Tebow, and you got Tebow, <laughs> great one. So when it was just it was too much of a headache. Mm-hmm. He got fed up. He said, "Man, I'm just I'm gonna retire." Yeah, I think he probably did. You know, he had a heart attack or yeah, panic did. attack, yeah. something like that. And I get it; it made sense. But we have never successfully bounced back from Urban Meyer, mm-hmm. never, because it was and, so abrupt. Oh, dude, it was out of it was yeah. out of the blue. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the way Jimbo left, y'all. This is going to be the exact no. same thing. No. I guarantee it, Jeff. No, I'm no, telling no, no, no. you, you don't we, get coaches like that. But you don't get Jimbo again, and you he's not Willie Tag. But Jimmy Jimbo didn't want to be there. And no. The players didn't want Jimbo there. Either. No, no. Jimbo <laughs> got ran out of there because of fans like you. <laughs> and I'm telling you, today, uh-huh. 2018, right. he's been gone since 2010. I miss Urban Meyer. You can, he missed Jimbo, the hell out of him. Jimbo. Oh, come on, Jack. I do. For the talent. Here's the I thing. do miss the hell out of Urban Here's Meyer. the thing. Here's the thing. For the talent that Jimbo had at yeah. Florida State, we're going to move on. There's no reason we only got one chip in that time frame. The EJ Manuel teams to the James Winston teams, yeah. there's no reason why we only had one chip. No reason. You know how hard it is to get one? Give a damn. There's no reason. It's, not, yeah, dude, it it's very difficult. Yeah, it is. It's the same. No, no, no. It's difficult. No, it's everybody very knows difficult. That. But that team that we had, yeah, that, that, that Jamie as a freshman yeah. came and took to the chip for sure. Was the same exact team the year before that. for sure. It was same exact team. Only EJ was the quarterback. EJ's not good as James Winston. We all know this. Yeah, <laughs> let's go to this next. You gonna read this? Yeah. No, nope, I don't want to talk you, about. You I don't want to talk about this. Now you got it. Yeah. Okay, so this next one is Kevin Durant leaves OKC for Golden State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant was texting and having fun times with Dr- Draymond Green right after the Golden State Warriors lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers in uh-huh. the finals, right? But here's what we did. Here's what I didn't mention. Uh-huh. Oklahoma City was up three to one in oh, the well, the conference finals against Golden State. Can Warriors, we start right? in 2012 though? <laughs> when he averaged 31, at the MVP year, 61 percent, uh-huh. ridiculous. Yeah, great. And they lost in five. Lost, that's not the MVP year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lost in five. Yeah. And it was something that ran him out of OKC. And it wasn't necessarily Russell Westbrook. I was, I think it, it is just the comfort of playing around oh. cerebral basketball players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the comfort of not having to be the guy. Kevin Durant was attempting to do, was not to be mentioned amongst the Russell Westbrooks, your Chris Paul, <laughs> your Steve Nash, your Carl Malone, Ridge Millers, mm-hmm. not having a championship. Um, so why not go to a place where you are competing for a championship every year, or just or go to a place where you get to, you automatically know you win in the championship every year. Did but was a betrayal on this is a betrayal of a teammate, right? It's a it's a certain way of thinking that you got to have to be able to do the move he did. Yeah, because there's no way I'm up three to one against somebody and somehow everything goes wrong and I lose. Mm-hmm. 
and I want to go play with that team. Yeah. I don't think it's a betrayal what KD did. He I, didn't. He didn't. You don't think he betrayed Russell Westbrook? I don't think so. He's a free agent. I I think it, it wasn't like he just left and said, you know what, fuck. Fuck Russell Westbrook. I don't think so. Yeah. Judging by his burner accounts, he pretty much didn't say that. <laughs> I, think he, I think that's where the betrayal sets in. He never made that phone call. Never. So, I mean, and I think he's getting exactly what he sought after. Yeah. But at the same time, the backlash is killing him. It's killing him. Yeah. And I think he leaves Golden State, if not next year, or maybe the, uh, the year after that. For sure. Yeah. I mean, he has no loyalty to anybody, so of yeah. course he can go. Yeah. <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. He's gonna get, um, get crazy. Nah, Bobby Petrino leaving Atlanta now. Bobby Petrino left Louisville in 2006 after he signed a 10-year deal with them. Mm-hmm. Louisville was kind of upset, but it makes sense. You're going to coach the Atlanta Falcons. He signed a five-year deal with them worth 24 million. Okay. Now, a major reason why Petrino was brought in because they had a quarterback by the name of Michael Vick mm-hmm. and was trying to turn him into a more, quote-unquote, complete quarterback. Now, that summer, Bobby Petrino <laughs> found out that Vick had um, a, an illegal dogfighting operation. Yeah. yeah. So, Petrino <laughs> instead entered that uh, – <laughs> 2007 season with Joey Harrington, Byron Leftwich, and Chris Redman as his quarterback. Ooh, <laughs> that was rough. That's tough. And, and and not 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 prime Byron Leftwich. Oh no, this is broken oh, down. Oh, just no. about the league. Byron yeah, Leftwich. <laughs> so with your franchise quarterback basically in jail yeah. for the season, the Falcons went three and ten. So what did Bobby do? Bobby said, "Listen, I didn't. I wasn't hired here <laughs> to coach Joey. To Harrington. coach Joey Harrington and Chris Redman. Sure, in the hell, not Byron Leftwich." <laughs> so, on December two thousand seven, Petrino resigned to take the job as the head coach at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Pick Suey. Now, what Petrino did, he informed his players of his decision in a laminated note that he left on each of the players' lockers. A move that many in the organization harshly criticized and stated that Petrino would never coach in the NFL again after that shallow move. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, we know what Bobby got jammed up with in 2012 in Arkansas. We ain't got to go there. He was on a motorcycle. On a motorcycle ride. Yeah, for sure. He just taking a motorcycle ride. He just having a a good time. With a former Arkansas volleyball player (laughs) that he hired to work in athletics. Right, right, right. right. He's a man, though. But you know what he did? He got another job. That next season, mm-hmm. Western Kentucky. Yep. And where's Bobby right now? Yep. Back Louis. in Louisville. Back in Louisville. <laughs> Seven-year deal, $24 million. So, yeah, the betrayal was done to the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. Bobby shouldn't have never left anyway, but yeah. I see why Bobby left. I would left too if I was Bobby. Got Mike chance, Vick. Got a chance to go coach Mike Vick. Yeah. You got to go. You got to do that. That's a video game player. Yeah. yeah. And Vick was in his prime. That's Vick too. Vick. That was uh, Vick that Vick. Was Vick Vick. <laughs> that was Vick Vick. That was Madden Vick. Yeah. Um, next, I'm um, the next person. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas, mm-hmm. traded to the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Well, traded from the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Now he was traded to Boston in 2015 when Danny Ainge stated, mm-hmm. "I got the player that I've coveted for years." End quote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now Isaiah Thomas in 2016 scored 20 points in 43 straight games, mm-hmm. which is a record. Scored 2,000 points in that single season. Finished top five in MVP, averaging 29 at 27 years old. Played in a playoff game one day after his sister's tragic death. And he finally succumbs to the hip injury that he played in the entire second half of the season. Mm -hmm. And the Cavs beat them in five games. 
So this this hip injury, right, ends up being much more serious than anybody ever realized mm-hmm. after being misdiagnosed by the Celtics. 18-year staff. Right. Been there 18 years. Right. What do you do? You fire that whole staff. You got to. You got to. The Celtics then trade the first overall pick and makes everybody makes think everybody okay. Well, it is going to be there. You're trading. You're not getting your point guard. Right. You probably get Tatum, which they did. Which everybody thought. Going to keep it. Tatum's your point guard. Two months later, <laughs> him and Jay Crowder were traded to Cleveland for Kyrie Irving. Injury was way more worse. He probably he's not going to play until December wow. or January. <laughs> wow. They were trying to get more players. That's how bad the trade was. Yeah. That's how bad his hip looked yeah. in the medical records. They said, nah, we got to get more people. Give because something <laughs> cause th- this, this kid's damaged goods, yeah. man. You traded us, Danny Ainge, what the hell? Yeah. And what happened in February? Now, granted, he played in January. Yep. He played what? 17 games? With the Cavs. Yeah. He was traded in February 2018. March 2018. Yeah. Had surgery. Signed a one-year deal. Missed out on $175 million Gosh. because of a franchise. You need to sue them boys. This is tough. Dude, I literally hate talking about that. Yeah. Because, dude, he deserves all $175 million that he put in for Boston. This is the prototypical reason why I said he's the poster child for why Kawhi Leonard is doing everything he's doing right now. 100%. Like, that's why I'm not mad at anything Kawhi Leonard is doing because for sure. of what the league did to Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Like, I, again, $2, $2 million is nothing to sneeze at. Hell no. Nah. But, when you yeah, pretty yes. much... In the NBA, yes it is. But, but, Isaiah Thomas is something to sneeze at. That's what I'm, what I'm saying is when you're in the position to where you're about to bring a Briggs truck with 100 plus yeah. to you that's guaranteed. Guaranteed. And then now as that hundred plus evaporates into two, it's like dang. It hurts, man. I hate that for IT, man. And I IT will never get the money that he rightfully deserves. Slow grind, baby. It's that slow grind, man. I hope and pray that they find a way to get him at least a hundred million in a sue situation. But dude, he's not. He'll be thirty. He'll be thirty this right. year, man. That's the thing. That's the thing, man. And what makes him great? Is the explosiveness? Hell yeah! Getting into tough spots, making tough shots because of his size difference with other players. So that goes away as Most you different. get older. You know what yeah, I mean? Man. So it's gonna and be- playing at five eight, exactly. Tough man. Um, next person, Pete Carroll leaving USC. Mm. Now there have been a lot of great college football coaches over the years, but I can say that Pete Carroll is top two, maybe three of, of our generation. Yeah, college. Well, Saban's one. Yeah. Uh, obviously, right? Yeah. Who's Pete two? Carroll. I think Urban Myers, too. Mm. Urban Myers, definitely with what he yeah, did. Yeah, because he won two for us, and then he won one won. in Ohio State yeah. and competed. He yeah, something the same. But, okay. but look Let's at Pete on. Carroll. Yeah. He amassed a 97 and 10 record there. Insane. Two mm. national championships played in three. Mm-hmm. Three Heisman Trophy winners. 53 first round picks. Gosh. That is. From a for a ten year span, that's insane. Yeah. Now when he left the team, mm-hmm. following the allegations that would put the team <laughs> on probation for Reggie Bush, his departure made Trojan Nation resemble a deer caught in the headlights. It was just out of the blue. <laughs> but he had to get out of there he because saw what was coming. he saw it. He saw it, yeah. and you have to take advantage of the opportunity put in front of you, which was a five year, thirty three million dollar contract with the Seahawks. Get out of there. Um, Pete Carroll won a championship. With the Seahawks. Should have won two if he'd have handed that thing off to Beast Mode. Yeah. 
But with Pete Carroll, the way that he left, it still rubs people at USC the wrong way. He's still not as as accepted as he should be. Right. Oh, it's about to happen. Like AZ but, on Billy? Or like, like Martha Stewart yeah. when she pulled all that bread out. <laughs> right. And she did that. She did that jail Ooh. time. Was do you expect mm-hmm. Pete Carroll to stay there and ride it out through the sanctions? Hell no. No, nobody does that. No, but like you gotta understand with, with, with Pete Carroll, he was at USC when it was they was like Squire. the Lakers. Yeah. They were like the Lakers. They was only fo- like big time football only, team. Only, 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 oh yeah, only they were. Yeah, oh, they yeah. were a big deal. Yeah. yeah, like they recruited Joe McKnight. Yeah, from Louisiana. Yeah, to USC for yeah. sure. When LSU was known for getting running backs. Oh uh, yeah. How you how you get him? To go to USA nah, To play behind people too yeah. yeah Not to be the number one person Yeah He ended up eventually Being of the course, number one right, 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 But right. that's the crazy thing And we'll talk about With Nick Saban How in the hell Do you get a player Like Najee Harris mm-hmm. To come there mm-hmm. Knowing that you're not Going to play Into your junior year Right If you would have went To Florida State mm-hmm. Or if you would have Went to LSU mm-hmm. You would have played Day, day one. one Right How day the one. hell Does he get him to do that that's a special it's, talent. It's some stuff going on in that couch when he's yeah. talking. He just yeah. the, the electric slide. Nick got that damn electric slide. <laughs> um, who won the Brett Favre? This was wild. Now, throughout the nineties <laughs> and the two thousands, Brett Favre and the Green Bay Packers were match made in heaven. Favre basically is the face of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, until they drafted Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Now, he did not. Um, accommodate Aaron Rodgers the way that he was supposed to be accommodated as a rookie, which happens. Yeah, hard to do yeah. if you looking at your successor right, 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 right behind you. Same thing happened to Tom Brady. Right. Um, but he got Jimmy G out of there, <laughs> and Brett Favre <laughs> didn't have the power to do that. Nah. And in turn, um, the team couldn't deal with the offseason drama. Shipped him to the Jets. Right. He did a stint there. Did the whole retirement song and dance, mm-hmm. only to come back with the Vikings, right. the and Packers. Mortal enemy, yeah. Um, and they put a price on his head. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, <for laughs> the <sure>. money gate. <laughs> and it felt as if the Packer fans said, you know, we can't see our number four nah, in nah. that purple. Not for, not for not him. him. He was mm-hmm. great with the Vikings. It was him, yeah. Sidney Rice. Mm-hmm. Who else was wide out on that uh-huh. team? They got Randy Moss back one year. They sure did get yeah. Moss back one yeah. year. Yeah. The Packers did him a disservice because he still had years to play. Yeah, yeah. he just paid him back. It's payback. Just payback. payback. But they had to play Aaron Rodgers. And we see. So, yeah. 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 It was a good good decision. (laughs) But I understand if I'm Brett Favre. I've been the man here for seven, eight years. No. 10, 10. 15. 10, 15 years. And all of a sudden, you're going to bring somebody in? You want me to train them? Yeah. Nah. That's how it goes in the league. Like, you know, you know. Your spots on the line every day. Every day. Yeah, Not saying you got to accept it. Big yeah. Ben don't. Big Ben don't. He ain't gonna. He not gonna. Shit. He was mad when they signed. Uh, who yeah. did they draft this year? Yeah. He didn't even talk to the guy. He was yeah, mad. Yeah. 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 I'm telling you. I didn't even they, talk to him. You're looking yeah. at your successor. Yeah. You don't want to help him. You're looking at Father Time. You're looking too. at Father Time right in front yeah. of you for yeah. sure. Um, number ten, Nick Saban. <laughs> now Saban was the head coach of the LSU Tigers for five seasons. Bring them a 2003 uh, BCS title. Yeah. Left the team in 2004 to take. The vacant coaching position with the Miami Dolphins. So LSU is the first person, well, the first team that would be betrayed. Right. More than be the last, though. <laughs> he went 9-7 his first year, nearly missed the playoffs with the Dolphins. 2006 was the year mm-hmm. that they were supposed to resurrect looking like the Dolphins of old, right? The Marino Dolphins, maybe. This is where Saban fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> he had a chance to sign 
Drew Brees yeah. or Dante Culpepper. He decided to sign. Get your roll. Dante Culpepper. <laughs> That's what hurt him. And that did it. Because yeah. Drew Brees threw damn near 40 touchdowns last year. Yeah. And Dante Culpepper just threw down 40, uh, <laughs> ounces. 40 ounces of a Corona <laughs> yeah, uh, last year for sure. So Dante Culpepper was benched after four games in favor of Joey Harrington. <laughs> Joey Harrington again. And Joey Harrington back in the fold. <laughs> they ended up going 6-10. and 10, His first losing season. First and only losing season as a coach. In 2006, Mike Shula was fired at Alabama. Uh Uh-oh. In December 2006, Saban, in front of SEC media, in front of NFL media, I am not going to Alabama. Stop asking me about it. It's not anything that I want to do. Right. 17 days later, (laughs) he accepted a job, eight years, 32 million, and the rest is history. History. Do 132 and 20. Yeah. Five conference titles, five national titles. Good gracious. That is insane. Can't I mean, you can't argue with that. No. What messed what you Nick can't. did though, you gotta go breeze instead of cold pepper. Right cold pepper's getting this roll on. I don't know <laughs> what the hell Nick was thinking. <laughs> is 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 uh Nick Saban, is he better than Bear Bryant? Yeah. Nick Saban is the best college coach we've seen. Yeah, he better than Bear Bryant. He went one more, he'd be tied with Bear. Mainly due to the fact that what Jeff said, he's standing in these living rooms yeah. and getting the number one player to come to his school every year and back knowing up. that they're not going to play until their maybe, maybe third, third year. year. That's insane. I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, that's 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 a task. Dude, I don't know how he these, does it. These players are used to being the guy. Yeah. Every level. From every Pop level. Warner, yeah. Little League to now, and then you want to go sit on somebody's bench for two years. Then you get an OC, DC every year. They yeah. leave. They get ahead jobs, head coaching jobs, yeah. Doing the same thing the yeah. year after year. Last but not least, LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, takes his talent to South Beach. And my boy. Um, <laughs> he was just young, man. LeBron Bad PR. <laughs> LeBron bought a level of success to the Cavs. I think no one will ever uh, surpass MVP awards, playoff trips, finals appearances. The Cavs were officially eliminated from postseason game six. After LeBron had 27-19-10. Yeah, had himself a game. For sure. Now, he became an unrestricted free agent July 1st, 2010. And he had a choice. The Bulls, the Clippers, the Heat, the Knicks, the Nets. Spurs. And the Cavs, of course. <laughs> On July 8th, he announced that he would be joining D-Wade. <laughs> Chris Bosh taking his talents to South Beach. And winning not one. Not two. Not three. Not four. Not five. <laughs> Even D-Way was looking at him a little bit like, hey, hey, play, hey play, brother, play, hey, play. brother, we, hey, hey, brother, hey, it's hard to win those, you know? <laughs> Pump your brakes yeah. just a tad. Yeah. yeah. Now, upon learning that LeBron James would not be returning to Cleveland, Dan Gilbert published an open letter to fans in which he aggressively denounced James's actions. As I quote, listen to this now. As you know, our former hero who grew up in the very region that he deserted <laughs> is no longer a Cleveland Cavalier. The good news is that the ownership staff will be working hard to bring you a championship. And so you won't be betrayed, nor you will never be betrayed by us. You simply don't deserve this kind of cowardly betrayal. Personally guarantee that the Cavs will win an NBA championship before the self-titled former king wins one. The self-declared former king will be taking the curse with him down south. And until he does right by Cleveland and Ohio, LeBron James will unfortunately be dreaded with bad karma. 
Just watch. Sleep well, Cleveland. That letter didn't age well at all. Nah. And that is the reason that LeBron James is no longer in Cleveland now. <laughs> but he came back and won him a chip. Came back. He came back, he made everything do. right. Yeah. He stayed a couple of years. I thought he was going to stay. Yeah. He had the hell about but it. But shout, yeah. out, shout out to Dan Gibbard, the owner of Fat. He made them posters for $10 a piece when he left. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. He was, awesome. he was pissed. He was pissed. This is the thing about Dan Gilbert. Um, I don't know how you said and <laughs> and say all of that. In Comic Sans, yeah. and then beg for him to come back mm-hmm. to win that same championship with that you open get, arms with open arms. Yeah, that you guaranteed that job would win <laughs> when he left. <laughs> I was the first time before I saw him. It. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, when we, they were gonna win before, before Miami. Yeah, that was the first time I seen somebody's jersey be burned. Did you, you, have you guys seen that before? Before then, no, I had nah. never seen that. That was my first time. I seeing remember. It. I had just got on Twitter. That yeah. Because what year was that again? That was 2011. 2011. Yeah. I just I just started Twitter. What, 2010. 2010. 2010. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the first Twitter moments I yeah. remember. Like, God. And I, it, it just exploded. Like, as soon as the the, yeah. uh, the decision went off, went off the air, jerseys everywhere. Yeah. Burned. Fans. Yeah. F him. This, that, and the third. Oh, they were pissed. Oh, my God. Oh, they were pissed. I just wanted in LeBron James' tell-all book that he's going to write out his career. Oh, yeah. No, he's Is gonna he going to apologize? For oh, it ain't no apologize. The, the decision. No, no, no. That, no. He brought him back a championship. I don't yeah. think... I, he left the wrong way. Though. You can't decision, do that. You know what? You might be right. The decision, the TV show. Oh, he's he already apologized. He might, apologize. he might, he might yeah. go in a little more in depth about yeah. you know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I need to know what Dan Gilbert was. How did that first meeting when he That's came back to Cleveland? When, when he said, "Look, I want to play for y'all." Yeah, and, and then make it happen. Like yeah. you know, LeBron came to him. Yeah, yeah. He, but he didn't speak they to him. Each other, that was just. I don't think LeBron even spoke to him. I don't. Th- I don't think they ever really spoke. Nah, that was all. Ever. That was all I'm talking about. Like they hate him. Yeah, they hate That was all your boy. What's his agent? Mav. Mav. Yeah. Now that's his business partner. Mav. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. my rich father. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, now that is a list of betrayals happening in sports, man. Let's know we forgot any. Let's. What's the worst out of all of those? I think we forgot one. What's that? Remember, uh, Titan Steve McNair. That was. That was local heat. <laughs> that was local hurt. Yeah. We love Steve yeah. McNair. Yeah. They they locked him out. Yeah, yeah, they locked him out. out. They locked him out. Man, that was tough. He could work they out. Like, yeah, they like Vince Young. Yeah, Vince Young got this. Oh, yeah. Vince Young should been locked out. Yeah. Nah, man, come on. Vince Young was rough. <laughs> he was dirty. That was Jeff Fisher, man. Jeff Fisher, he was trash. You know, Jeff Fisher still wants to coach, man. Yeah, Jeff Fisher will never coach. Will never coach in the NFL again. He ever. He about to get a job as an analyst somewhere. Yeah, he, he still want to coach. He would never coach in the NFL again. I guarantee it. I mean, Bob Petrino got another job. I think. So. I think our NFL team gonna give him one more shot. Nah, not the way that the way that he the had Buffalo Bills. Not the way that he had your quarterback looking. <laughs> and then Jared Goff comes and do what he did. Dude, last yeah, Jared, year. the way that he had Jared Goff looking, yeah. he'll never coach again. You can't be that off. Yeah. Like you can't. It you can't, can't be. Look, yeah, it can't be no. that extreme to the next hell in one no. year. Like he'll whoa. never coach again. Yeah, he'll never coach again. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, he's yeah. very mediocre. Um, Weezy, do you have? And in case you missed it. Yeah, in case you missed it. Yeah. This week is Jarrell Casey, man, who said he will he will protest every game and pay the fine. Yeah. Don't care. Don't care. Tell Jarrell Casey, shout out to a Titan. Mm-hmm. Um, he better chill out. Yeah, he just signed his last contract. Yeah, he that might that be it. Wrong city for that. Wrong, I feel you. Wrong yeah. city. Wrong, wrong city, city for that. You do that in Atlanta? You good. You do that in Seattle. Old school Seattle. Yeah. Atlanta. Seattle, yeah. Carolina. D- yeah. DC. You really can't do that in Carolina. Mm. Yeah. yeah. DC, for sure. Yeah. You can do it in LA. Yeah. You can do it in Texas if you play for the Cowboys. Yeah. 
Uh-uh. Just wrong city. Tennessee, wrong city for that. Wrong city wrong for that drill. He yeah. good too. Yeah. Pro Bowl. We, we gotta protect you, Yeah, for like, sure. It's they, rough on. They too. might be. I'm a holler at him. Cause yeah, I'm a holler at him. Cause yeah, the, even the newscasters, yeah. like, they did polls about. Yeah, it. they don't like that. Uh, yeah, people don't like that. Yeah, this, yeah, this is the same city that got mad at Cam Newton. Yeah, for dabbing in the end zone. For sure. <laughs> you mean tell me you drill? You gonna protest they, the national anthem? Drill. Yeah. And you be careful out there, Mr. Be, Casey. Yeah, for sure. Most hey. death. And LeAngelo Ball scored 48 points again. Yeah, for sure. On 54 <laughs> shots. Yeah. Playing, playing against Jeff nephew. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um. Tweet us with questions <laughs> throughout the week at Full Sport Press. <laughs> Don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page. On the iTunes page, please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. Tell a friend we got cups, baby. To tell a friend that we got cups. Most definitely let us know. We'll post those any and everywhere. <laughs> give you those. Maybe we'll give a giveaway. Triple stuff. cup wheezy. A triple cup wheezy. Triple cup wheezy, baby. Most definitely. <laughs> wheezy. <laughs> Everything paid for, big buddy. Yeah, camera's always on, brother. It's the full sport press podcast. Oh, yeah. We are out. The revolution will be podcast. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Thank you for listening to the full sport press podcast. To catch up on prior episodes, visit the SoundCloud page. And don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend.